Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 595. We've got a great guest with us. We've got Taran Nazaran. I'm sure I have butchered his surname, but I've given it a good go. He's the founder and CEO of 10Web, a new player in the WordPress-only hosting space that has made a little bit of a splash. So, um, Teragran, can you give us a, a quick 10-second intro about you and uh, 10 Web? Thanks, Jonathan, for the invitation. Uh, I'm co-founder and CEO at 10 Web. What is 10 Web? This is a platform for developers and agencies to build, host, optimize, and to maintain websites in easy and automatic way. That's great. And I've got my great co-host, Stephen. Uh, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers, Stephen? Yeah, Stephen Souter from zipfish.io. We make WordPress fast by optimizing the code that runs on your site as well as the code that runs on the server. That's great. And he does a great job. And um, before we go into the main part of the interview, I just want to mention our major sponsor. And that is uh, Castos. Castos, if you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for a client, um, you need a platform to host your audio files on and also has effective RSS feed. Um, Castos provides that with a beautiful interface plus fantastic 24-7 support. Um, I wasn't happy with my um, RS provider. Um, I came across them. um, It was about half the price and a much better interface. I jumped ship. They were tremendous in helping me move almost over 500 audio files from my existing platform onto theirs. It was their support was fantastic. And I've just been delighted with them. We had a few chats. Matt Medeus is their marketing um, manager. And um, he introduced me to the founder. We got on really well. And they decided to become my major sponsor, which I'm delighted. But like I say, if you're looking to get into podcasting and you should be looking at it in 2021, you could do a tremendously worse than having look at their platform. So let's go on with the interview. So Tegran, um, can you give us a brief history of 10 Web and um, how long has it been running? And why why did you decide to get into the WordPress web hosting space, which is a pretty competitive area, is it not? Yes, exactly. It's, it's quite competitive, Red Ocean, uh, with... Uh, big and small sharks there. But we wanted to enter that industry. Uh, previously, we ran a company and we built a build, build, uh, business around WordPress plugins. So we are not completely new in the industry. Uh, since 2011, we, had, we were creating WordPress plugins and themes. So we have some past experience in that. 
But uh, during the time, we got a lot of insights about uh, WordPress, uh, about its community, about way of creating website with WordPress and its uh, specific features. And we, we thought about uh, what challenges there are in for WordPress developers. So we thought about creating hosting, which is super fast, which should which should not be like shared hosting. Uh, yeah, although shared hosting is cheap, but it's it's not so good. I thought about building great hosting uh, company, and not only hosting, because hosting is just one part of the experience. But I also thought about whole experience of building website from A to Z, and that it's it's quite uh, um, technically uh, uh, not not technical. I would say it's quite. Um, uh, not automated yet, in, in our opinion, because uh, like building average WordPress website, it, it takes few weeks, even for developer and company. I, I don't mean the only coding part, but the whole process from zero to a hundred percent, and after that, like optimizing all that stuff and publishing, and uh, keep putting uh, the basis for its maintenance. So we thought about building a platform which can help. Not only developers, but also new newcomers to WordPress community, uh, to help them to do all this very fast and in effective way. Take make by making use of automation. Oh, that's fantastic! Over to you, Stephen. I've, I've been following Ted Web for a while, and just and there's some really interesting features that you guys have that other um, WordPress hosting companies don't, right? Um, you're kind of talking about that a little bit, how um, it's not just speed. There's a whole um, A to Z sort of flow that developers go through or builders or whoever you are when you're trying to create a WordPress site, whether it's for yourself or for a client. Um, and it seems like TenWeb has really like looked in and tried to address each one of those things, right? From the from like the very first, like, on, like right on the main uh, menu of your page, just like the AI builder, right? And you can um, conceptually like, grab an existing site and import it into a WordPress site, which is, which is amazing because I feel like there's so many people that are like, Oh, I want my site that is built in whatever. Uh, maybe it's hard coded or whatever. And they want to make it a more of a uh, CMS sort of system. Um, one thing that I noticed that I think is really interesting is uh, that you guys seem pretty closely tied with Elementor. Uh, that's something that I see, you know, across your pages. Um, how, how did you make that decision and why Elementor over all the other page builders? I feel like a lot of hosting companies pitch themselves with like, oh, we do everything, like use whatever page builder you want. But you guys chose one and you stuck with it, um, which I think is amazing and awesome. Um, but why? how did you make that choice and was it hard? Yeah, that, 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 that's an important question because, as you said, we, we created AI Builder Solution. This is one of the main tools we created for website building. The, the second one is uh, automated one-click migration to the platform. But uh, for, for those who want to create website from scratch, or let's say for developers who want to create uh, templates, and a lot of them in short period of time, uh, this is perfect solution by uh, making use of the AI. So what is it? It, it, it's, it has two components. When I say AI builder, I mean AI assistant, which is separate service, uh, getting 
uh, already existing website or template on the input and converting it to Elementor and uh, builder uh, builder plugin template on the output. So this is first part AI system, and the second part is the builder itself, which is uh, we chose Elementor as a well, it's free version of course, uh, and we added some. Uh, premium features on top of it. So basically we've created an add-on or extension on top of Elementor. So when saying builder, we mean our premium component plus Elementor free component. So why we chose Elementor? We could build the same solution for other builders as well, like uh, for Beaver Builder, Oxygen, or um, uh, Visual Composer, uh, or even for Gutenberg. But uh, we prefer the Elementor because it is already well established. It's it's super uh, growing super fast. Uh, already more than five million of active installs. So we, we we think this is the most mature and the most uh, the best the best tool among uh, existing page builder solutions. Although we, we don't say that it's fundamentally much better than others. It's just more popular and. Uh, um, is more, uh, yeah, more popular. So th th that was tough choice, of course, for us. But on the other hand, th this this solution, um, our solution makes use or uh, is built for Elementor plus premium extensions, uh, AI, AI builder. I mean, but for hosting, we don't uh, limit our customers um, to any of uh, page builder plugins. So it, it, it's it's free and uh, people can uh, make use of any page builder plugin or virtually almost all plugins with our hosting without uh, any significant limitations. If um, the, the, the AI builder or especially like the uh, website builder with AI assistance, um, how, how does that work? So it, you import your site and you go and crawl that and then it actually imports into like an Elementor template sort of system, or is it like just static HTML that's now inside of WordPress? Okay. So uh, when uh, Elementor and other page builders have their own import-export system, so in case of Elementor, it is plain JSON file for every page. So as system basically takes existing website. Uh, recognizes its content in terms of widgets. So recognizes that this part is menu, this is call to action widget, here we have gallery, and here we have whole section containing all, the, all of them. So, and converts it to uh, these uh, widgets. So basically converts to template which can be imported uh, by Elementor um, and contains not only Elementor free, uh, Widgets, but also some premium widgets we added on top of it. Cool. And so, if somebody would do that, then there would be like a, a second process that they probably would have to go through and like clean up some of that stuff. Or is it like a exact one to one replica of their site that they used to import? Uh, it depends uh, on the original website. Of course, it's it's not perfect, and um, Sometimes there is a need to make some significant changes, but sometimes just a little bit, like kind yeah. of few pixels here and there, and just change a couple of colors. But uh, the whole point is that uh, 
people don't want to have exactly like the original mm. website. They, they didn't want to just hyper that and make uh, as a basis to create their own templates. So uh, it's okay to customize the final output to template uh, uh, after AI. But but yeah. the important part is how much time do we spend for it? Yeah. If we spend as much time as we would spend when you uh, doing the, all this stuff from scratch, it's, it's not a good solution. But um, in case of uh, a, a builder, it works really well with uh, for landing pages, like typical landing pages mm -hmm. containing even a lot of sections, long pages. Um, it works a little uh, worse with uh, functional pages, like and like news pages containing yeah. a lot of like small elements. Uh, or um, e-commerce shops containing list of products, etc. Or it works not well in case of like very custom type of functional pages, such as, for example, forum page. Mm -hmm. It doesn't recreate forum. It just creates headers and blocks with text. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, most use cases for landing pages, and this typical use case, because people usually start building website from landing page or from homepage, or um, agencies and uh, freelancers, when they present their uh, ideas to clients, they create several paid landing pages, not contact us pages. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the main use of uh, the AI system. Cool. That that makes a lot of sense because you're right. Like if you're importing and changing systems, you're probably going to want to make some edits anyways. And you're already, I don't know, hours down the road, just having somebody being able to import like image assets, basic colors, basic text stuff, instead of, you know, copying and pasting back and forth. So even if it's not perfect, like you still save, you know, 10, 20, 50, however many hours it would take you to go and download every single image and import it. Um, that's cool. Uh, back to you, Jonathan. That's great. So um, you promoted the company on AppSumo. Um, that a few eyes were kind of raised. I wouldn't say criticism. That would be too strong a word. But a few people have remarked. I think Adam Prazier of WP Crafter remarked that companies that um, hosting companies that have promoted themselves on AppSumo, one of them has has gone bust, um, and you decided to promote yourself on AppSumo. Um, what made you decide to do that? And secondly, after doing it, what have you learned from the process? Okay. Uh, to be honest, I I don't know what was the exact criticism point uh, there there are a couple of uh, things we, we we thought we think we could have done differently different way regarding the latest AppSumo campaign because we had um, a lifetime deal for AI builder since uh, October month and uh, with a certain price and we don't ha didn't have plans for AppSumo back then. But uh, later it turned out that uh, it's better to launch an AppSumo campaign. And uh, for some other reasons, we were uh, we needed to drop the price for AppSumo customers. So, so that, that's, that's not so good for um, 
or first customers who got a more expensive deal. And for most of them, for all those who applied, we basically actually uh, partially refunded them or upgraded to better deals. So I apologize. Because a large chunk of criticism was regarding that, I think. But we didn't have uh, any particular plan to offend them. It no. just turned out that way. Yeah, that's yeah, and it's a, it's a completely objective criticism. Uh, yeah, but uh, for example, now we we later dropped the separate pricing for uh, or separate offer for AI builder, and we just kept now we have only one pricing now with hosting plus AI Builder together to make things uh, simple. So, and, and, and pricing is very simple, basically per website, starting from uh, $12 per website per month. And uh, if you have more websites, uh, price per website is uh, somewhat cheaper. Yeah, thanks for that. I think we go for our break, and when we come back, we'll be delving into Tegan's experience of starting up a web hosting company with my co-host, Stephen, we'll be back in a few moments, folks. LaunchFlows turns your WooCommerce website into a selling machine. We make it easy to create gorgeous sales funnels, no friction checkouts, order bumps, upsells, downsells, and much more. Gain full control over your buyer's journey from the top of your WooCommerce sales funnel all the way to the bottom. Best of all, you can use your favorite page builder, such as Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, or one of the high-converting templates we've included inside. Get rid of the clunky WooCommerce shop pages and checkout process in favor of an optimized buyer flow that instantly increases conversions and makes you more money. LaunchFlows provides one-click order bumps that increase the total value of every sale with a 10 to 30% conversion rate. This is perfect for anyone offering complimentary products, training, or extended warranties. With unlimited upsells and downsells, your buyer's journey doesn't need to end at the checkout. Instead, we make it easy to display a series of additional offers as part of the original transaction. This is perfect for one-time offers, related products, mastermind class offers, high-ticket software sales, or subscription supplements. Not an expert? Don't worry, we've got the training and the consultation you need. WP Launchify will teach you how to get the most out of LaunchFlows with personal consultation on WordPress, WooCommerce, marketing automation, and much more. If you want to earn more money with your WooCommerce online business, you owe it to yourself to try LaunchFlows today. We're coming back. We're discussing um, the setting up of a web hosting company. Um, before we go into the second half, I want to talk about a webinar that I'm doing with Spencer Forum, and that's going to be on the second Friday of June. Um, that's um, Friday the 11th of June at 10.30am, and it's going to be um, part three of a series of three webinars that we have done. Um, we did um, episode two last week. Um, where we show you how to use modern WordPress plugins to build a experience the equivalent or much better than something like ClickFunnels. 
and the possibilities of using WordPress in modern marketing optimization. In this third um, ses session, we're going to be delving even more, showing you the mechanics of doing this for clients or doing it for yourself. Um, you can join us totally free. All you have to do is go to the WP Tonic website. In the top navigation, there's a button that says webinar. You click it. You just have to give us your name and email, and we just send you a reminder like a day before the webinar and a link where you can watch the webinar and also ask, ask us questions um, so that's fantastic. So remember, join us on the 11th of June, and I think you'll get a lot of value from it. So, um, like, like you said, you are based in Armenia. Um, obviously, you've Armenia's been in conflict with its next-door neighbour. Um, it got into the news um, a few months ago. So how... How, has that affected you or your company at all? Um, what's been going on in Armenia and with your neighbour? To some extent, it affected the company, but the generally, I would say that everything is uh, okay and calm, and we work now as as usually. As usual, but during that conflict time, a couple of guys from our team they were drafted to army. All oh, right, yes. So uh, we all have to face uh, when we're running our own business, Tigger, and our own ups and downs. But um, actually, having to deal with a war um, is a is a new one. So um, so apart from losing a couple of of um, um, members of your staff, you've been able to adapt pretty well to the situation. Yeah, yeah, we were able to work as normal as we can, but the, you can understand when 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 there's a, such a complicated situation like war, people are sometimes emotionally very down or uh, that you cannot work with the same efficiency. No. But uh, having a professional team, it, it helps to do the best in that situation. And, and that's okay. We need to take into account the circumstances. And another circumstance is uh, related with COVID. Uh, it uh, was a trigger for us to move most of the operations to remote work. Now yes. I'm working from my place. and. Uh, we have 70 people at uh, the company. And uh, usually we have around 10, 15 people uh, in the office. The rest are working from home. So so we again face that challenge very well. And uh, we, because all the critical processes in the company uh, were uh, established before the COVID. And everything so worked smoothly. We just, just transferred to remote work. Yeah. So what's the tech scene like in Armenia and especially WordPress? What, what, what's it like in the country? Is it growing the tech sector? Yeah, tech is growing quite fast with around 20% annual growth. And uh, but the WordPress community itself, it's, it's small. 
And uh, most of people in the community, they are uh, creating websites, they are working for a global market. So we also, like we, from the beginning, from just, just founding of the uh, company, we, we thought about being global company. And uh, having small domestic market, it, uh, it, it motivates to start global right from the beginning. And, and, and that's really cool. I know the Armenian community, there's a large community in North America. Um, did that help in any way in um, getting started? You know, I, I would imagine you've got a satellite office in, I don't know if you do or not, but um, did the um, the the, community, the Armenian community in America help at all, or hasn't it been a factor at all? Yes, it helped. We have uh, people there in the states because our own team is based in in Armenia, but the company, global companies, uh, registered in the United States and Delaware. So we have people there. Uh, the states who are help us in some operations, and uh, that that's that help is really useful for us because uh, it requires a lot of work. If you want to uh, start company in other country, you don't know laws. You need to you need to have constant presence there. But this is one channel. The second channel is that it's uh, there is a large interchange of experience uh, with uh, those guys who had were, uh, have experience in working uh, in Silicon Valley companies. So it's going back and forth and it's, it's, it's really good to, for us and all our own uh, tech uh, ecosystem to be up to date and uh, to have a constant uh, flow of ideas and experience uh, from Silicon Valley to our local community. Yeah. So over to you, Stephen. When you were first thinking about setting up 10Web, well, first, how, how long has 10Web been around for? Uh, it's been around for three years okay. or three and a half since, since uh, October or July uh, 2017. When when you were first thinking about launching Ten Web, did you have like the AI builder thought out and created and this Elementor stuff, um, and you know all like your one click migration, or did you just launch like, hey, let's just do hosting, and then you added those features on top? We have some some features uh, back then, um, coming from our previous experience uh, of building plugins. For example, we built backup plugin before that or uh, image optimization plugin, and they naturally we naturally turn them to services uh, part of the whole platform. But the essential part, hosting, uh, we started to work in, since 2017. We, we launched it, it, its beta in 2019. And uh, AI, uh, it started a little later. But... Yeah, and we during these years uh, we we tried to see what what should be the value of our product. Is it only hosting, or it's a bunch of lot of tools, or there are some uh, services which are essential and others are less important? Mm. First, we thought all of them being equal: hosting, optimization, backup, etc. But 
they are basically part of the hosting, more, more or hosting related services. The focus is hosting, focus key component is AI, AI builder and uh, optimization. When, when you launched 10Web, when you were trying to like figure out how to compete in the marketplace, was the, was the idea to build a company that had this A to Z sort of helping the developer along the way? And that was re really like uh, what you were focused on? Or did that come later as you were building more features into it? No, we, we thought about A to Z from the beginning. But the way we implemented it, it changed. Because mm. we thought from A to Z, it means paying equal attention to A, to B, to C, to D. But it's not that way. There is yeah. A, there is J, and Z. They are more important parts. We need to spend more time on them, to polish them, to perfect these components. And this is what this game changer component. How, how do you figure out which ones to pay more attention to? Because you have limited resources. How do you decide what to prioritize and what to deprioritize? I feel like that's always a hard thing to do, at least for me. That, that, that's the most, the hardest part. We spent uh, three years on that because building one thing, it's it's challenging, but it's straightforward. You know, if you know yeah. what, what you want to build, you build. But the hard thing is to define what, what is the key component of your platform or your service in SaaS business, which defines you, which... Uh, makes you different from the competitors, which adds some additional value that the market doesn't have. There are a lot of hosting companies in the market. There are some not so nice, not so good hosting providers, but they are quite good and uh, very, um, if, uh, I would say, uh, top-level hosting companies. So what makes us different from them? We, we, we spend a lot of time about thinking about that question. And we thought that the key point is automation. And automation yeah. of experience, automation of the whole site building process and all the components related to hosting, to creating website, to optimizing it. And uh, so the key component is not the feature, but experience automation. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Like. At the end of the day, like when a customer is making a decision on who they want to go with and who do they trust, so much of it goes to like those untangible experience kind of things. Like what does it feel like? What are the buttons that you click? How does it all work and integrate together versus like a, oh, well, we do X, Y, Z. Like these are the features. But at the end of the day, that, that experience is so important. But it's easy to lose sight of it, especially if you have like 10 different things going on at one time and trying to get all those to work together. Um, that's hard. Yep. We need we need to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Hopefully, Tegran, are you okay staying on with us another 10, 15 minutes? Because um, I want to ask you about um, your your um, recent injection of three million um, into your company. You so say, are you okay staying with us a bit longer? Uh, yeah. No yeah, sure. So we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. So, Tegren, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your company? How can people find more value? About you With... and, and your company. Okay, so visit our website and uh, we provide also trial. So it's, it's better not to read about the platform, but just 
go and try. Uh, and if you have already WordPress website, uh, there's a nice feature called one-click migration. Try that. It uh, it helps to see uh, all the benefits of TimeWeb platform compared to other hosting. And how it works, you just copy your website, uh, create a copy of it on TimeWeb hosting, and you compare page speed, whether this is better or previous one better, and it's up to you to decide. So better nice. to try to test. Mm, that's great. And Stephen, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what your company's doing, Stephen? Yeah, head over to zipfish.io, run a speed test, see how much faster we can make your website. Yeah, they helped us on the WP Tonic site to become a bit of a speed demon. Their help it was much <laughs> appreciated. Um so we're going to wrap up um, the podcast part of the show. Taryn's agreed to stay on. You can watch the bonus content on the and the whole interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. We'll be back next week with another fabulous guest, another great discussion. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week.